Hey everyone, Emily Abadi here for another installment of Five Minute Friday from Hurdle. This week it will be Five Minute Friday. It will not be Twenty Minute Friday. It is so crazy, like how much can happen within a week, right? So to catch you up to speed, last Friday for the episode. I came out and talked to you all about navigating a little bit of injury. And a week later, a lot has changed. Some of it, most of it, I would say, for the better. Although not all of these decisions were easy. So I withdrew my entry from the London Marathon. I got that entry through New Balance. And one of my biggest fears in withdrawing this entry is that the London Marathon is notoriously really difficult to get into. I was really sad thinking about the fact that this injury may have cost me like my one shot at running this race. The good news, I talked to my friends at New Balance. It seems as though I will be able to run again, run it, period, (laughs) next year. So at least there's that. But I withdrew my entry. And about an hour later, I was on the phone with Lisa from Delta looking into flights to Milan. And I cried with Lisa from Delta. (laughs) Bless her. And uh, had to cough up a little bit more money, but was able to tack on a little bit of Italy to my now upcoming Euro trip. So I'm heading to Italy next week, midweek. I will be there until the following Tuesday. Then I hop from Italy to Paris, and then I hop from Paris to Chicago, where on Saturday morning, quick plug, I'll be hosting a live hurdle with my friends at Tracksmith at the Chicago Athletic Association at 9 a.m. So I will uh, I'll put a link in the show notes for you to learn more information on that if you happen to either be running Chicago or just in the area and want to come say what up. I would love, 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 love to meet you IRL. But anyway, so that's the first development, right? Complete shift in my plans. London is officially called off. As I was saying in last week's episode, albeit emotionally, I felt very sure of myself and my gut in following my gut and and making this decision. And despite making progress with my body, and I'll talk about that in just a second, I still feel that way. Italy is a very special place for me. I've talked about on the show before, but a few years back, I went on my first solo trip there for 10 days, uh, mostly to Florence. And being able to book that trip again right now feels very special. And I'm really looking forward to it. So with that said, if you have any Milan must-try dinner recs, I'll be there for one night. And I'm pretty well-versed in Florence, but definitely also taking Paris recommendations as well. Now, update on my body. So I started this journey crying at physical therapy about a week after the pain started to kick in and didn't go away and running hurt. And uh, (laughs) that day at physical therapy, my PT gave me a bunch of exercises that I should start doing two to three times a day. I have been doing those exercises two to three times a day. And as of Tuesday, when I went back to PT, the great news is that uh, the strength is really starting to kick in. And a lot of these exercises, which felt truly difficult before, are getting easier. Running in general no longer really hurts. Now it just feels like I have like a really tight muscle in my lower abdomen, psoas, hip region, but it doesn't hurt. Still, the benchmark where we're at is 
keeping things low intensity, no more than like a two or a three out of a 10. I'm not running for more than about 30 minutes at a time right now. And just working on healing and giving my body the time it needs to be better. I do want to tell you about that first run back because I had this really beautiful moment of appreciation and could draw a comparison about what so many of us have been navigating this past year. I was running and I was, you know, walk running and then jogging and I wasn't doing much. But in that moment, the opportunity to move in this way, having not moved in that way for a couple of weeks, felt truly rewarding and just so exciting. And I was so grateful for it. And it reminded me of the pandemic, right? In that the pandemic came and as soon as we were allowed, especially in New York, to like meet up with friends and go out to eat, it didn't matter that it was 12 degrees out and freezing and I had to wear like six different jackets, right? I was so excited to freeze my ass off, to spend time with other humans after not being able to do that IRL for so long because of the parameters of what was going on in our world. And I laughed to myself as I was grabbing my iced coffee when I was done with this run because it's so true, right? Like these unexpected hurdles that happen in our lives, they often give us a second to take a step back and find those simple joys to focus again on the appreciation we have for the little things. And I feel so grateful for my body, despite, of course, being a little frustrated at the circumstance, knowing that I, because of the choices that I have made, will be able to get back in the saddle. And with time, it will be there for me. My prompt for you this week, what is something in your life that you really appreciate right now? Again, what is something in your life that you really appreciate right now? And now for a listener question. Hey, Emily, this is Becky from Maine. I've been a longtime hurdler, and I just wanted to let you know how incredibly inspiring you are to me and the rest of the hurdle community. It doesn't go unnoticed the energy that it takes for you to do all of the things that you do for us, whether it's content, the podcast, your Instagram. It's just so inspiring, and we are so very grateful for you. I do have a question. I'm traveling to my first half marathon in January. I'm traveling from Maine to Florida. I'll be flying, flying in the day before. What are your tips and tricks for uh, nutrition and hydration and all of the things that we do to prepare for a big race or a big long run? I take the, the preparation before every long run very seriously. And this is the thing I'm most nervous about. So anything you got for me, I'll take it. Thank you so much. Oh, this is a good one. So I have traveled a few times to run different races from Seawees with Lululemon. I ran the Dublin Marathon. I was planning to travel to run the London Marathon, obviously, Boston, etc. And in doing this, I travel with some of the things that I know that I'm going to want to consume, but I also plan ahead. So for instance, pre-race nutrition, it starts the week before making sure that you are really eating whole foods, you're staying very hydrated, you have enough adequate electrolyte intake, but also 
thinking about that night before, right? So I, months in advance, start to do some recon to plan and figure out exactly where I want to be eating dinner. I look at the menu. I'm a big like pasta with a protein person. Make sure it has good reviews and snag a reservation. So that's step one. Step two is thinking about what you want to eat in the morning before you race. Now, a nutritionist will conventionally tell you that that pre-race meal should be happening at least 90 minutes to two hours before you run. My go-to pre-race, especially for a marathon, is a full peanut butter and jelly sandwich, even better if it's toasted. So I will travel with the Uh, I think it's a Jiffy Crunchy Peanut Butter Packs and Jelly Packets. And I'll buy these at like Target. And uh, I'll even sometimes travel with the bread or I'll make sure that I can buy the bread wherever that I'm going. But I want to make sure that I have these things at my disposal. Also having on hand at a hotel room like water and again, those electrolytes. Really important to make sure that you have everything that you could want. Uh, at your disposal. Also, of course, I mean, I'm a big like go out after the race, celebrate, drink a bunch of beers, eat a burger kind of person. But if there is something that you lean into every single time when you are done with this kind of effort, bring that along with you too. There is no harm in it. So nutrition wise, prep smart, think about where you're going to eat before what you want to eat the morning of. And Also, don't forget to think about your recovery, right? So like I said, food's an important piece to that puzzle. But if you can travel with your hyper ice or your Theragun or whatever you may use typically after your run to give your muscles a little bit of love, I got a question in my DMs yesterday, which was, can I travel with my Hypervolt? The answer is yes. I have 110% brought these through security before. Make sure you're signed up for Hurdle's SMS text by texting the word welcome to 732 Hurdler to stay in the loop with all of the things you love from the show, including motivation, exclusive deals, and so much more. And if you want information on the Hurdle membership, we would love to have you programming kicks off October 1st. Text the word membership to 732 Hurdler. One last thing. I do want to say this and echo it again. I'm so grateful for the feedback after last week's 20-minute Friday. I know firsthand, as it is very apparent that many of you do, how difficult navigating injury can be, as well as, you know, navigating identity. And I want you to know and hear that I see you, I hear you, and we don't have to go through these hurdles alone. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. 